0: Hey bosses, this is Rianne, and this is Ellie and you're listening to the Be Your Own Boss Podcast. Grab a beverage, it's time for BYOB. Welcome back to the Be Your Own Boss Podcast. We're so excited to have you here with us for today's episode where we are going to chat, catch up, and talk all things being a boss, specifically our term our thoughts on the term girl boss.
1: Yes, let's do it. And you know how we always like to kick it off. Let's share our beverages, do a little ketchup. Ellie, what are you sipping on? Because this is BYOB, obviously. And how yes. are you, really?
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. So I am sipping on some coffee. We are recording in the morning, mm-hmm. and it is the Four Sigmatic Think blend of coffee. Mm-hmm. Which I love because it is half-calf. So Mm. if you get caffeine jitters or if caffeine makes you kind of anxious or too riled up, it's great. So that's what I'm sipping on today. And then I just put a dash of milk in it and a sprinkle of cinnamon. Ooh, it's very good. But what are you sipping on?
1: I have some peppermint tea and a smoothie. Double-deckering it today. Um, But... I wasn't feeling very well for the last two days. So now I'm just like having some tea to like soothe my stomach. Um, And peppermint is, has been like really good for that. And then a smoothie because I don't really want any like big breakfast, but I still need to get Mm -hmm. some nutrition and protein in. So I have like a berry smoothie with some protein powder. Yum. That sounds good.
0: So I love the question. One thing Rian and I were talking about as we were thinking about what we want to do in 2024 to really continue strong with the podcast and just be able to share more about ourselves. Because we Mm -hmm. were talking about, we love listening to podcasts and hearing about the hosts. So we were like, you know what? Every episode we should do a little catch up and ask each other, how are you really? Mm -hmm. So we both were inspired by The How Are You Really book by Jenna Kutcher. And I think we were talking about, too, how this is a question we should always be asking ourselves, not just in the high of highs of life and the lows and lows. That made no sense. You know what I mean? But to constantly be asking us in ourselves those questions. So to kick us off, Rhianne, how are you really? I know you mentioned you're overcoming some illness but Mm -hmm. how are you doing really?
1: I am doing so much better. Thank you, Ellie. And yeah, I want to go back to the prompt of how are you really, because like Jenna really talks about how in her book, when that question is prompted, we often like to answer with fine or good, even when things aren't really fine or good. So I think this really challenges Mm -hmm. us to be upfront about how we are truly feeling and to just like be more transparent. And I think in our lives we like to keep things very private, especially like the things that are not as good. And we don't really like to talk about things that, you know, we like to share the mm-hmm. positive stuff, of course, like social media, having it being like a highlight reel. Um, but I think a podcast is such a vulnerable space to just like share what we're going through. And I feel like people connect with us more that way. So yes. I am doing so much better than I was yesterday when I was Good. overcome with illness. It was crazy because I've had a little bit of a sniffles and a cough, but all of a sudden I got like stomach flu sim- symptoms where I couldn't keep any food down. couldn't keep any liquids down and had a fever, had like a low fever that broke, thankfully, and was just having like body aches, chills, and hot flashes, all of the things. Um <laughs> but luckily I feel so much better. Like it was a quick time turnaround. I like was in bed pretty much the whole day and just like rested, napped. Malik made me some soup. That was really nice. Um, and I am healed. (laughs) Good. I'm so glad you're feeling better. (laughs) Good. Yes. Um, but yes, I, I feel like today I feel really spirited because of the fact that Of course, I've overcome my illness, thankfully, and um, I'm really excited because we just got approved and our lease came through this morning for our new apartment, which is just, ah, I'm so over the moon about it because we have been like looking at apartments, touring apartments and um, thinking about our timeline. And if you remember me mentioning in a previous episode, it's been so stressful to look for an apartment in San Diego because of the fact that like you can't apply or move in or no, apply or tour unless you're going to move in within 15 days. And that was just like so stressful because it's not a whole lot of time to plan for where mm-hmm. you're going to live for the next year of your life. But we found this perfect place in the area that we wanted to live in. It has a giant patio for activities and plants and hosting picnics. So um, it's lovely and I'm so excited about it. Um, I think like this has been a long time coming and it's definitely been like a huge stress reliever to be able to like Mm -hmm. get the lease in writing, know that we're going to sign it and it's going to be ours. So Mm -hmm. I feel Uh, I feel very spirited and like just calm today. That's how I'm feeling. That's great. I'm
0: so Mm -hmm. excited for you guys in being able to (laughs) start this next chapter together. And I can't wait to see how you transform the patio with all of the plants you'll have, maybe a fruit tree, all the things. Absolutely. I'm just so excited for you guys. That's amazing. Absolutely.
1: Well, we're moving out of our current neighborhood, so my foraging adventures are going to be a little bit more limited now. So yes, I will have mm-hmm. to start my own fruit trees.
0: <laughs> yes. Because I feel like you guys are now going to be in a more urban area where um it's still a neighborhood, but not as like Neighborhoody, yeah. like you have things you can not walk as to suburban. And- yeah. yeah, yep, yeah. for sure.
1: It's like not downtown. It's ten minutes from downtown, so it's really nice because we still have walking distance to shops and restaurants mm-hmm. and the farmers markets, which I'm so excited about. Um, But it's not as like residential, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So exciting! i Yes, that was. That was my little update. So I'm very, I'm feeling very good. But I know that you have a very similar situation, Ali. Let's hear how (laughs) you are doing.
0: Yes, I'm doing. I'm trying to use a word that is not good or fine, like you said. Mm -hmm. I am feeling very excited. I'm feeling very excited for you guys. In, I want to come visit so bad. And I'm also feeling very excited because we also were just approved for an apartment, literally found out like 10 minutes ago. (laughs) And that was amazing. It was definitely an interesting experience because we were so, I don't know, we were so excited about this particular house. We found a house for rent that we were so excited about. And it, it was bittersweet because it was like it had a patio, or not a patio, a deck, a backyard, a garage, um, and rooms and stuff. And I was really excited about it. Jake was really excited about it. And then when we toured it, it just did not match the description in the listing. Oh, also this is to rent, not to buy. Um, it did not match the description, and we were really bummed. So We were like, okay, back to the drawing board. And we ended up touring an apartment that we absolutely loved. So, Mm. yay. This weekend or over the weekend, we toured it and applied and got accepted and are moving in very soon. So, (laughs) that's really exciting. And I've been spending my free time designing the interior. If you know me, you know that I am obsessed with like making mock ups in Canva of rooms (laughs) and spaces or wedding stuff. Like, I'm just always on Canva, like, mocking things up because (laughs) in the past, I've, when I've moved, I've purchased things and then I see it in my space and I'm like, that is not working. That doesn't look good. It doesn't fit, whatever. So, I started mocking everything up so that when I, Receive it and buy it. I know it'll work, yeah. and so I've been working on that the last few days. Um, but other than that, I am really proud of myself because one thing that I talked about in our first episode of the year was my word for the year of being strong, mm-hmm. and part of that is like keeping promises to myself, working on mental strength, physical strength, and. Um I have been doing really well at like keeping to my goals that I set for myself and the promises that I set for myself. Yay. And part of that is a huge thank you to Rachel. She was a guest on our podcast. Oh my gosh, it's been a while. But Rachel Eslick, shout out to Rachel. She helped me um put together or she put together like a running inactivity plan for me, so I'm trying to become a runner. I love it, yeah, you go and girl. It's been fun, it's been fun to like have something to work on, and for someone who's a self proclaimed hater of running, <laughs> I'm very excited that to like get started on the journey
1: but, oh my yeah, god
0: that's that's what's cooking in my head right now with all the things happening. I'm excited.
1: Can't wait to see more running updates, running plans. You got it. Starting as hard as part. Mm-hmm. So I'm told. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's also the fact that it is negative 19 wind chill right now. Oh, yeah. I forget that. It's freezing, which I feel like obviously that's really cold, but I know there's colder areas.
1: Um. Meanwhile, but, I'm sitting here like in a, in a sweater when it's 65 oh, degrees outside. That's so <laughs> nice. That is so
0: nice. So, I did get class pass again for yeah. just the next few weeks until we move so I can run on a treadmill because yeah. um, I can't, I don't want to be running outside in this weather. No, it's too cold.
1: No, but it's yeah. dangerous too. I wouldn't want you to do that.
0: Yeah. And I feel like, I have gear to be outside in
1: this weather, but I don't have running gear, you know? Yeah. Like, and if, especially if your body's already not used to running, like, yeah, running in cold temperatures, I feel like it's just not a good no. combination. No. But I'm so and proud of you. That's so exciting. You. And like challenging yourself to do something new can be like so intimidating and so, like, I don't know, kind of just like feel what's Mm -hmm. the word yeah just it can feel super intimidating but i'm super proud of you for making a plan sticking to the goals and having an accountability partner too yes thank you well and i know
0: you have had a similar journey with um if you follow Rian on tiktok she's doing a series about like getting over gym intimidate or what do you call it gym 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 intimidate
1: yeah gym (laughs) intimidation
0: gym intimidation how is that going
1: It's going well, I mean, since I've been sick, I haven't been to the gym in the last couple of days, but uh there had been like a period of time like in the last couple of weeks where I was going to the gym consistently and showing up for myself, just like how you were saying, mm-hmm. keeping those promises and one of my goals for this year was also to build more muscle and build more mu- muscle and like you know strength through weightlifting and strength training. So I got myself to the gym. I feel very fortunate that um, since Malik is in the Navy, we get our gym membership for free. So we can just like go to the gym on base and there's all sorts of equipment and stuff, but nothing is more intimidating than showing up to a new gym. First of all, like if you don't know how to use any of like the machines Mm -hmm. and whatnot. And I took a weightlifting class. So like I had experience, but like I was still looking at these machines like i was in like another planet <laughs> like, what's going on but nothing is more intimidating than showing up to a new gym with new people but full of navy sailors okay that are just like pounding the weights <laughs> and i'm just standing there like mm. but i have found that it is actually an advantage to go to the navy gym because all of the lighter weights are always open oh always available <laughs> That is a good perk, I guess. Yes. And they all know how to use a machine. So, like, I overcame my gym intimidation by, like, asking somebody, like, how to use one of the machines because I thought like, I don't know, like there was like a leg lifting machine and I was like, that doesn't look right. I think I'm supposed to be doing this. So I asked the person, they were like, oh yeah, it's right over here. Like, this is how you do this. This is how you adjust it and everything. So I felt so much better about myself and I actually got a good workout in because mm-hmm. I, before asking for help, I was definitely contemplating leaving and just not doing the workout. But you know, that's, that's how we're overcoming gym domination, yes. like a little bit at a time. Way to go. And I didn't realize it was
0: like a Navy gym that would definitely (laughs) increase gym intimidation. But also, I guess at the same point, it's a gym where you know like you have something in common with everybody there. Because it's only people on base or Mm -hmm. spouses who can use it. Mm -hmm. So it's like – yeah, I feel like maybe it creates more comfort in yeah, like asking someone a question or like – I don't know, but at the same point in oh, time, oh for sure.
1: There's no like gym sides. bros in there that yeah. are like creepy or weird or just working out like shirtless or anything. Um, every, yeah, everybody's kind of just there to get their workout in, mm-hmm. like build that's their nice. own strength type of thing. So it does create a really like good environment to be in, which I have that's found. good. Yeah, so that is good. That's been really nice. Um, and yeah, so gym intimidation if it's kind of a. A word that I coined, but it's basically just saying like if you have gym anxiety or like are intimidated by the mm-hmm. gym, yes, I'm doing a little series where I'm trying to overcome gym intimidation by creating consistency and going to the gym um, and getting myself on the weights on the machine go <laughs> that's amazing I've loved watching the journey because that is
0: so real. I feel that like it, there is a lot of intimidation of like what to do, what all the machines are, like you said. So for sure, I love watching your series.
1: I'm super excited that we are both on this journey of strength training together and hitting our goals this year. And also just like the exciting milestone of us moving into a new space with our partners. Um, More to come on that, obviously, because we have to dive into it. But speaking of moving into a new space and decorating it. I'm super excited to just like make it a home and make it super cozy. And one way to spruce up your place, warm up your place and make it the most coziest as possible is through candles and not just any candles, but with our favorite candle company, Kundalini Candles. So warm up your own space this winter, especially with some women, with some candles that are from a woman owned company that are handcrafted and non-toxic. So you know that when you are in your home breathing in all the good air and the good scents, you know that is gonna be not harmful for your body. My favorite candle scents are the Jasmine and Neroli, as well as the Vanilla and Shea Butter scent. Make sure to check out Kunalini Candles to help you spruce up and warm up your place this winter or any season that you are currently in. And make sure to use our code BYOB podcast at checkout. All right, let's Let's get in. Let's dive into it. Um, Yes. So spoiler alert, we don't have anything positive to say about the term girl boss. (laughs) <laughs> Let's just put it out there. Um but I I do want to talk about it because it's not just all negative. It the term like I think the term came from like a sense of empowerment and a sense of inclusion, mm-hmm. but slowly became a sense of like overworked misogynist not inclusive term for people. I do want to talk about it because I do think there's two sides of the equation. Mm-hmm. So what do you think?
0: Yeah, I'm with you. When we were talking about the topic of girl boss, my reaction was like Ugh. like the term, I feel like that was Yeah, and I don't know. I see both sides. I definitely see both. So, throwback to like 2021, 2022, I feel like you walk into TJ Maxx, Target and mm-hmm. it's planners that are just like girl boss building my empire. Yes girl bossing all day long, like boss Mm -hmm. babe. And I think maybe that some people are like, yes, that fires me up. My reaction is why do we have to put girl or babe around it? Like, why can't we just be a boss? Why Mm -hmm. there's no such thing as boy boss or man boss or Boss, yes, so macho. True. I don't know. Oh, so, it's like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so it's like, why do we need to do that?
1: Yes. Like, why do you yeah. need to genderize a term that specifically can- is already inclusive to everybody? But I think like when we think about the term boss and thinking about like history, so many like males were head of the household, were CEOs, and they still are. Like it's a male dominated mm-hmm. like career feel to be a boss or CEO or like a head of a company but times are changing y'all and I think like with the times changing it's instead of like making it boss just like a gender neutral inclusive term people have started coining the term girl boss to feel like there needs to be like a separation but I think that when we think of the term boss and girl boss there is a difference Like, for me, like, when I think of, obviously, we're going to talk about this because it's BYOB. Like, we named our podcast Be Your Own Boss. So I think, like, this definitely relates to us in a different way. But, like, we built this podcast to say boss, not be your own girl boss. We Mm -hmm. specifically named it Be Your Own Boss because of the fact that, like, we believe that anybody can be a boss, no matter if they want to be an entrepreneur or CEO Mm -hmm. or just live their best life, which is our goal. and. I think when people hear boss, it's, like, someone who is in charge, someone who gets things done, someone who, um, I don't know, like, is running a company, so on Mm -hmm. so on. More of, like, the masculine term. And -hmm. when you think of, like, girl boss, it's, like, someone who really hustles, someone is, like, um, someone who goes above and beyond, and someone who is, um, like, I don't know, working their tail off, like, mom and mom and like entrepreneur at the same time, Mm -hmm. which is not a bad thing. And I'm not saying that those are like bad things to be, but I also think that like, why can't the duality of the term Mm -hmm. boss also apply to um, women who are moms and also starting a business, right? Like Mm -hmm. why do we just have to have the term girl boss for those people rather than just calling them a boss?
0: Mm -hmm. I see so many sides to it because i'm with you where i'm like why are we creating that part of me is like you know seeing all the planners and the merch and all of that it's like um it's a way for companies to come across as like oh Mm -hmm. yeah girl power now buy all these things Mm -hmm. but anyways besides the point um Mm -hmm. i think on the other side though like having I think about it in terms of a Facebook community where there are certain communities where it's like you as a female, you want to be surrounded by other women who Mm -hmm. have similar goals and situations like how we're in the gold digger podcast. um, Mm -hmm. That's Jenna Kutcher's podcast. And I know it sounds like gold digger, but it's goal as in like dreams and aspirations. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But I see how like, sometimes that can be a term when you think about like defining a group because it's like a women group, a woman's group who are kind of focused on the same goals and aspirations. Mm -hmm. So I see that side of the coin of like, I think I follow an Instagram account called like boss babe or something where it has motivational quotes and like, content and stuff for women entrepreneurs and stuff like that so i can see how it could maybe be like helping create a niche group or community but i think i always still come back to the fact of like we putting the term woman girl whatever babe is Mm -hmm. we don't need that we don't need yeah we don't need that
1: right and also, like boss babe sexualizes the fact of being a boss. Kind of almost takes the professionalism out of it and takes like the credibility out of it. If someone were to come up to me and call and say like, "Hey, good job! Like you're such a girl boss," I I will take that as a compliment. But at the same time, I'm gonna be like, well, "Why can't you just call me a boss?" Like I kind of mm-hmm. just want to be a, a stand standard regular boss. Like, is there a difference? for them to call me a girl boss. I'm yeah. not just a boss. So I think I'll, I will always be thinking about that. But in terms of like creating a inclusive space, that's also empowering to people to like everyone. And mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like girl boss doesn't really fit that equation.
0: Yeah, I I feel that. And one thing that comes to mind too, for me is like, I'm thinking of America's monologue in the Barbie movie Mm -hmm. and how if, especially I feel like in a career setting, if a man, sometimes I feel like if a man like sticks to their guns, they are um, very straightforward in an approach, get things done. Don't really take the BS that's considered being like strong headed. And, um, having really good qualities, Driven. yeah, things like mm-hmm. that, where you have leadership qualities, whatever. Yeah, but sometimes that can be seen on the flip side for women as not that being yeah. seen as um, you know, a pushover, too assertive, push-over. yeah, too assertive, um, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, where. I don't know, I said pushover, not that. But yeah, too assertive and rude, mean, things yeah. like that. Right. And um it's just interesting. We need to all think about like why. So I don't know, that's something I'm working on. Is if someone calls out, Oh yeah, she's a brett, what qualities? And then when they name the qualities, I'm like, that sounds like if you were describing a male coworker mm-hmm. that they would be seen as leadership qualities.
1: Yeah. So right
0: very interesting
1: yeah overall i think we just come back to the fact that like boss can be a term that applies to everybody which is why like our podcast podcast centers around the fact that like you can be anyone who you want to be you can be your best self and that's what a boss mm-hmm. means to us i also feel like there is a side of the equation where girl boss almost romanticizes hustle culture mm. so someone who has like two side gigs on top of working a nine-to-five, like, that's a girl boss. Like, wow, they are doing the most and they have children and they're balancing, like, everything else in their lives and starting their own business on top of working full-time and part-time and doesn't even have time to breathe. And everyone Mm -hmm. is, like, clapping, like, wow, that is a girl boss. Like, you are doing the most. When it's like, what if we don't want to be doing the most? Mm -hmm. What if we... Want to just be able to like live and be happy, be paid a good wage to not have to work like (laughs) Two side hustles and have good ch- like childcare and maternity leave, where we don't have to be like a working mom at the same time working a nine to five. You know, like sometimes girl boss almost feels like you are romanticizing something that is so toxic mm-hmm. to like working mm-hmm. culture and females especially. And. I don't know, it just like doesn't sit right with me that like we have to be this mm-hmm. person, we have to be this hustler, we have to be this girl boss in order for a society to see us as worthy and like talented. And you know like our worth is put into so much of what we do and I feel like having a term almost romanticize that is like so toxic.
0: Hmm. That's such a good point. Yeah, that's so true. And I've seen a lot of people on social media talk about 2024 as the year of softness. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like being in our soft era, where, yeah. Um, yeah, kind of like letting go of the hustle culture. It's so tough though because you know there are so many aspects where it's like, I know we've both worked multiple jobs at the same time, and there's mm-hmm. different times in life where um you're doing well, you like, have to
1: yeah if, for yeah, sure d- to get by yeah definitely yes and i'm not i'm not saying that like everyone i'm saying that everyone has different circumstances and it's definitely not like a one size fit all equation but it's sometimes i think just it romanticizes like the toxic parts yeah. that we don't talk about but i get that everyone has their own Challenges that they're working through, and sometimes you mm-hmm. do need to work multiple jobs and be a mom at the same time, and be uh, someone mm-hmm. who works in a corporate career and starting our own business on the side. You know, sometimes that's that's the way that it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think knowing that you are worthy just as you are, like you don't even need to be packing your schedule. I think this is something that I really that was hard for me to come to terms with, like studying abroad. I don't know, did you feel this way studying abroad where I know you were really involved in college and I know I put so much worth in being involved in so many extracurriculars, having like four jobs while in college, getting good grades, all of that stuff. And then studying abroad where it's like, you're not really involved in extracurriculars. um, You can't really work because you don't have a work visa Mm -hmm. and you just have all this free time. And I remember feeling like, I wasn't – I was like worthless in a way mm. because I wasn't doing anything besides enjoying mm-hmm. life. And yeah. I think that really put it into perspective for me. And I think that kind of relates to your point of like we don't need to be hustling and doing all these things to feel worthy, to feel like yes. your boss. I don't know.
1: It's, yeah. Our identity yeah. is not in the busyness yeah. nor the achievements that we mm-hmm. have. It's just our, our worth is our own. Yes. Yeah, I totally get that. I didn't particularly feel that when I was abroad because, um, I mean, we filled our time definitely with extracurricular activities. Yeah. <laughs> other yes, that's true. Other <laughs> extracurriculars. <laughs> um, there's just so much to like explore, so much to do, and I. Uh, but I definitely felt that way when I went into a full time job, and I know mm-hmm. other people have felt mm-hmm. that way because it's like when you're just working a nine to five, and like when you just start your career, especially in the corporate world you you're trying to learn your job but then like when you find a good space that you're in you're just going to your job coming back you don't Mm -hmm. really have homework which is great you know like you have this like newfound freedom but you also kind of lose your identity because of the fact that like if you were in a choir before like you would go to choir rehearsal after Mm -hmm. your classes or you would go to your part-time job or you would see your friends or you would like go to this organizational meeting where you would like talk with people that you enjoyed being around but after college it was like Oh, I have to find my own groups of friends mm-hmm. and organizations and ways of socialization, and that was really hard. That was really yeah. hard to find like those communities to connect to Mhm, yeah, it really is, yeah, so um, I do get that like the- the term like girl boss does create community and mm-hmm. comfort in a way that is inclusive, but also. It's the same reason why we didn't make our logo pink or purple or blue, right? Like we want this to be an inclusive space. And I do believe that you can create inclusive spaces without having girl in front of mm-hmm. boss. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Yeah. I did a Google search before our episode too, just to hear the people's thoughts. And it yeah, seems what are, like-
1: what, What's the public opinion? Well, girl boss.
0: I had a bias search because I I searched like hating the term, <laughs> so I'm sure there's there's definitely things on both side of the coin, um, but it's funny. Some people are like, this word needs to be canceled and fast, <laughs> but I think. Um, yeah, anyway, it's just interesting looking at other perspectives of this. But I'm curious to hear, you know, other people's perspectives. Maybe there's some people out there who disagree with us. Yeah. Maybe there's some people who agree with us. But um yeah, definitely, like you said, want to create a space where we can I don't I'm in okay, sorry. My brain is all over the place <laughs> right now, thinking of all the different things and like all the tabs open. But I think um we also ask our guests at the end of each episode, what does being a boss mean to you? Yep. And even the term boss means so many different things to so many different people. So yep. we can all have that be what we want in our own way.
1: For sure. Yes. And, you know, like, do I think you need to be canceled for using the term girl boss? No. Do we support cancel culture here? No, but, like, I do think and this episode overall is to share our opinions, obviously, of, like, what we're feeling, what we're thinking around the term, and also just to, like, um, bring awareness to the fact that language has a profound effect on how we think and how society behaves. So, like, simply just, like, adding... Girl in front of the word boss, yes, like I said, it creates community. It does create a sense of inclusion. But what is that false sense of inclusion when you are like segregating Mm -hmm. women from the term boss itself? Because boss itself can be gender neutral. So Mm -hmm. I think it's the fact that like the awareness aspect of it is understanding like, why did it become this way? Why did we put the coined the term girl boss why did we coin the term boss babe like who made that term and why do we still use it type of thing yeah is what's important to be talked about instead of the, mm-hmm. like oh if you use the term girl boss you must hate women or like you must not understand the toxicity behind the term like i don't think we should turn anybody away for their opinion but i do think that there is a level of awareness that needs to be going going into these conversations
0: mm-hmm. yes yeah definitely you sparked my curiosity of saying like when did this come up who came up with this so i googled this <laughs> and apparently the term was coined in 2014 mm. by Sophia Amaruso the then CEO of a fast fashion brand called Nasty Gal mm and it was supposed to be aspirational that's what it says but um that's interesting. So, yeah, 2014.
1: Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. before
0: then, it's like, yeah, what brought that on? I don't yeah. know.
1: I do think, yeah, I do think that when it was first brought on, it was definitely supposed to be empowering, mm-hmm. aspirational, all of the things that you said that we talked about before. But I think slowly it just became this, like, term of pushing something that we don't really need. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah definitely pushing towards not aspirational and not empowering. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think there's also so many other areas of words and phrases like I know um there's solopreneur. Yes. Mompreneur. Mom entrepreneur. Mom Uh-huh. Um Women per prenu- I don't know. There's so many phrases like this, so yeah. we're kind of just talking about her. Boss. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> and it's like,
1: like just stop, okay? This is going too far. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: I think I don't know. Like I personally love when I'm on Google Maps and I'm finding a restaurant or a business or whatever, and it says women-owned business or mm-hmm. something like that. Like it flags that. I'm like, love that. But mm-hmm. to, to yeah to title yourself as that I'm like okay but does this, I don't know does that take away from like entrepreneur like I don't know same thing with mm-hmm. girl boss but yeah um yeah there are a lot of interesting phrases out there like that
1: mm-hmm. and if right. you
0: are if you're listening and you're into that we are not
1: what's don't the term throw away your girl boss planner or your boss yeah. babe pillow. If that's, like, something that you feel very attached to and called to have, like I said, we're just sharing <laughs> yes. our opinion and the fact that, like, we need to bring awareness to why the term is so widely used. hmm Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yes, I agree. And I do think that there's so many terms out there that, that also apply that fall under the same umbrella. But Mm -hmm. the important thing is that I feel I hope that we are creating that aspirational space to empower you to live out your best life. Whether Mm -hmm. you want to be a boss, whether you want to live your life, whatever that means to you. Overall, we hope that you are being your best self and we hope that we are creating a platform and a community that inspires you to do that.
0: Yes. Definitely agreed.
1: What other terms can we use to compliment okay. people besides "girl boss"? Let's let's talk about yes. That. Just call okay. them a boss, for example. <laughs> Number one, just call them a boss. Yes, I call them a boss.
0: Also, relevant topic right now. Miss America was just crowned. Yes. So Miss Polo- er, Colorado, Miss congratulations. Colorado, <laughs> she was crowned Miss America. She. When I think about like, so I'm. I want to get your take on this because I've said before to some people like you are superwoman mm. like when i saw miss colorado's just list oh my gosh she became a pilot at like in her teens she became a yeah. pilot she's the first crown miss america who's in active duty mm-hmm. she's an officer in the military mm-hmm. she is training to become a top gun fighter pilot with the Air Force. I wow. think she graduated from the Air Force Academy. She also graduated from like Harvard. Wow. And um, she's like 22 or 23 years old. Yeah. And wow. that is just the tip of the iceberg. And I think about her and I'm like, oh my gosh, Wonder Woman is one of my favorite movies. I love Gal Gadot. Yes. Like that movie so was good. so inspiring to me. And I'm like, she is the real life <laughs> Wonder Woman. But then I think about, okay, <laughs> Is that the same thing as saying "girl boss"? Like saying to Ooh. someone, "You're Superwoman" or "You're Wonder Woman"? Because when I like, I know some people where I've said that to them before, and I mean it as a compliment of like, "You are amazing, doing all the things." Like, yeah, you're incredible. I think about that when I think about
1: Miss Colorado now, Miss America. But I'm curious your take on that. My take, I would say, definitely goes back to the implication. And your intention behind it. I do think it's kind of off-putting to compliment someone as Superwoman or Wonder Woman. And here's why. I do think it's like... Sorry, people. (laughs) I do think it's a huge term of endearment. Let's just say that. But also, like... I think... I don't know. I I feel like there's just more terms that you can use to be intentional about how you compliment them. Because when I think about Superwoman or Wonder Woman those are mythical like what mythical Mm -hmm. beings mythical women that set unachievable standards for women and i can't fly i can't heal people (laughs) i don't have an invisible rope where i can lasso some monster or being and save the world right so it's like i get some people might be listening to this and it's like you're thinking too deep about it like it's a huge compliment yeah, take it as you will. But I think for me, like,
0: mm-hmm. I am just
1: more aware of the fact that, like, if I compliment someone as a superwoman or Wonder Woman, I'm setting that, like, unachievable standard for them to mm-hmm. do more, to be more. Yeah. And so I think saying, just complimenting people and saying, like, you are incredible. I am mm-hmm. so in awe of the work that you do and the things that you have accomplished. To me, that goes so much further and I it feels yes. just so much more sincere to, to instead of like coining a term mm-hmm. such as girl boss, superwoman, wonder woman. But yeah. What do you think?
0: No, I think that is so true. And as we're having the girl boss conversation, I'm like, you know what? I'm not saying to someone, oh, you're girl bossing, but it's kind of using a similar term. And I think that's such a good point that, like, saying why you admire or why you're inspired by them is so mm-hmm. much more intentional and um, meaningful yeah. than a term. Because then I also, in my head, I'm like, okay, I've <laughs> never said to a man, oh, man, you are Spider Man, my guy. Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> you are, you are Iron Man. Captain yeah. America. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's gonna inflate so many egos if you do yeah maybe that like
0: people. incredible hulk like <laughs> when you're in the navy gym Jeez. you are incredible hulk <laughs> but um no. yeah no. so i think flipping it on the other side i'm like you know what i've never said that before yeah so mm-hmm. um yeah i think that's so true like what you said, the intention behind it versus coining a term.
1: Yeah. I I don't really know if people mean it as a compliment because I've actually had this happen where I tell people that we host a podcast and they're like, Ooh, girl boss. And you know, like sometimes I don't know if they mean that as a compliment or if they're just like, Oh, you have a weird side hustle that everybody (laughs) else does.
0: I think, I think they mean well, but also at the same time, it's like, Yeah, I mean people have their perspectives on podcasts. Like some people don't even listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. And some people when I say, Yeah, we have a podcast, they're probably like nerd alert, and I'm like, I don't care. Right. You know? So I feel like they mean well, even if maybe they think it's weird. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah.
1: It's fun. It is. Yeah.
0: But anyway, okay. That's just
1: our opinion. I think
0: that's a great point though, of when you bring up like, okay, what do we say? Mm -hmm. complimenting someone like you said of you are so inspiring i admire your xyz yes that is a beautiful way to compliment someone versus giving them a term like you said that kind of um sets unrealistic
1: expectations standards yeah not expectations standards Mm -hmm. and all of that for people Mm -hmm. yep for sure and just if you're going to compliment someone compliment them compliment them from your heart it's just like how regular compliments make people feel like when you see someone on the street and you're like oh i love that top like that looks that color looks so good on you you know like you mean that from the heart Mm -hmm. that's that's all i have to say about it i think we've said enough about the term girl boss and why we choose not to use it and there i feel like there are good aspirational empowerment empowerment like aspects behind it but Overall, I do think that it is going towards the way of not as inclusive as we created it to be. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Also, this is a different side of it, but I feel like all this stuff that came out, like the sweatshirts, the mugs, the notebooks, all of that. Again, if you are inspired by that, if you want that, on your desk like you love that go for it i feel like it also just creates that fast fashion i mean it's ironic that this term was kind of coined by a fast fashion yes. company <laughs> because i feel like it creates kind of like this unnecessary consumerism too yes but also i feel like i shouldn't who am i to say that because it's like okay i have other things with think like terms on it like i have a vikings jersey i have other things but i mean i don't know that's a little different but Mm -hmm. It creates this interesting market in consumerism Yep, geared for like this fast,
1: whatever. I don't know.
0: I'm going off on a tangent.
1: People made it so other people would buy it and that fuels consumerism and um, capitalism. So, yep. I totally get what you mean. But yeah, yeah. If you have it, you don't need to throw it out you can keep it. We're just sharing our opinion, bringing mm-hmm. awareness to like why we think the term girl boss can be a little bit problematic depending on how it's used and the attention behind it. So yes, that's all we got to say about that.
0: Yes. People can agree. They can disagree. That's just our opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, Rian, I think this conversation is really centered around like being a boss is something that we – all have different definitions around and we all have different personal ways of what that means to us. And for us, it means living your most vibrant life, living your best self, your favorite self, Mm -hmm. like really feeling aligned with what you're doing and where you want to go. So um, we hope that you enjoyed our conversation, our take today, but we love to wrap up all of our episodes with a affirmation. Mm-hmm. So, today's affirmation is, I am capable, resilient, and worthy of accomplishing the goals I set my mind to.
1: Oh, hello. That was so good. That was so powerful. Amazing. Wow, wow, wow. Just <laughs> you
0: can find <laughs> the affirmation in our show notes along with the kundalini candles, everything that we talked about today to keep bringing that boss energy and the good, vibrant, colorful
1: vibes to your life because Mm -hmm. that's what we are here to do. Exactly. Thank you for tuning in. We post episodes every Thursday and we hope to see you on our socials to join our community. But that's it for today and we will see you next time. Talk to you soon, bosses.